welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. This world we live in today, a scary place to say the least. Life is losing its 
value. Our hearts aren't at peace. There are men on their knees while our flag is hung high. There are people with badges who I'm afraid I might die. There is hatred and racism and killing and such. You can watch it on TV, on your phone. It's too much. The word Jesus is taboo. Yet the word YOLO is cool. You can have iPads in church, but can't have a Bible in school. I don't understand why we've made things this way, why technology has advanced, but as people, we stay in this mindset of anger, of animosity, of lust. Can't we all see that this world, it's on edge? It might bust from Nintendo and hacky sacks to free porn and things like that. The internet of things. There was a time we worshiped Jesus and the Bible was real. Now we worship Google and Facebook tells us the deal. And I'm afraid in the change we forgot who we are in the past, how you treated others, that was the bar. We used to be judged by our humanity and grace. Now we judge others with a smug on our face. The world God created, one of beauty and wonder, has become a playground for Satan, his evil not squandered. And though sometimes I fear that we've gone way too far, I am reminded and humbled, humans, we still are. We are resilient in nature. Evolution's our friend. We get faster and smarter. What we need is a trend. We need everyone out there who can see through the trees to stop screaming out and to bow on their knees. We need to beg our great father to help rid us of sin. We need to ask for forgiveness for the way we treat men. We need to stop by the neighbors just to say hi. We need to bake them some cookies or maybe a pie. We need to realize the internet is a tool to be used, not a way to hate life and constantly be abused. We need to rise up together as women, as men. We need to take back this country from the state that it's in. We are brothers. We are sisters. We are designed for love. It's important we represent our Father above. Our values, our morals, they were wrote on the cross. So let's take back what's ours. Let's show them who's boss. When established this country in 1776, our founders came together and they asked someone to stitch together a symbol of freedom and of peace. And they drew up a document on which now we should preach. It reads the words that follow. And today I will quote this masterpiece of a document that wins, it has my vote. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We are in the pursuit of fear and distrust. We are all riding along on this terrible bus. We are headed for danger, a dead end, a rough road. We must stop, we must stop. Don't let this country erode. We need love, we need peace. We need good for God's sake. We need everyone to sit down and shut up for a change. We need to open our ears more and quiet our mouths. We need to be humbled, imagination aroused. We need the wisdom to look in the mirror and say, I'm a part of the problem, but I can change that today. 
then we all can take action and change where we are. We can smile and laugh. That alone will go far. We can make a new friend with our phone put away. We can even take a moment before dinner and pray. We can shout on our platforms about the kind things people have done. We can refuse to post anything negative, none. We can establish ourselves as stable and safe. We can let people know they can trust us, have faith. We can do the right thing, the right thing every time. And we can honor our wives and our children, be kind. We can share our true love that we have for another. We can show the whole world that we're sisters and brothers. We can put down the guns and refuse to go fight. We can shine brighter together, this whole world be a light. We can do all these things and we can do them today and we need to start now because our world's gone astray. It's time we start pulling and rein this place in. It's gone far enough. It's ugly with sin. Let's get back to that place where our families are safe. Where the worst thing at a concert is you might run a bit late. We're walking the street in a hoodie's okay. And the game of kickball is what the neighbor kids play. Let's get back to a world where God's word is the key. A world where kindness and love will lead to victory. In the end, the dust will settle and this battle will be won. Will it be good or it be evil that sees the rise of the sun? The answer to that question lies within you and within me. We have the power to make it however we want it to be. Love, kindness, forgiveness, grace, humility, joy. Erase the hate, spread the faith. Good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? That is now it's not going to Clubhouse. The mic was going to Clubhouse. Now it's not going to Clubhouse. Let me make sure we got this one over here. There we go. We can use that. That is the weirdest thing ever, but that's all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Wednesday. That's right. Today is Wednesday, a.k.a. CMA Day. That's Carter Myers Automotive Group, the most incredible automotive organization in America. If you ever want to be a part of an organization that's really moving lives forward, I would highly suggest you reach out and let me know because I can hook you up with the owners of this incredible organization. But it's also CMA Day. It's the day that I get to spend with them every Wednesday, which is always super exciting to me. And of course, it's the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. So let's make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Fair enough. Listen, that poem that you just heard, it came to me in what I call like a download right? Like it was a normal morning. I woke up, I grabbed my glass of ice water like I do every single morning. 
uh, walked around, checked on the babies, made sure all the babies were okay, threw some instrumental music into my headphones, walked downstairs, did my gratitude, did my goals, and I started to write, just like I do every day. And as the words started to fall out onto the page, I was like, what is this, right? <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I'm supposed to be writing like a show for Rise and Grind or something like that. And the words just poured out. And when I got done writing, I looked back at it and was like, oh, wow, this is, this is different, right? This is, this is something special and so i got myself together i got ready for work did the shower thing did all those things right got ready for work headed into uh the dealership that i was working at at the time and when i got to work i immediately went and grabbed brandon brandon's my videographer any video you've ever seen of me in the last decade brandon shot that video right and so i went and grabbed brandon i'm like brandon I don't know what this is, but we gotta we gotta shoot it real quick, right? We gotta. Hey, listeners! If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five: Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Shoot it real quick. And so we went, we grabbed the camera, and we started like hunting for a place where we could shoot this particular video. And we realized that uh, there, the high school had like a little auditorium. So we went over to the high school. We're like, hey, can we use your auditorium? We're just going to shoot this real quick. We got to get this on, on video. And they were like, yeah, sure, you can use the auditorium. So they set us up in the auditorium. We got all the cameras set up. We did everything that you know we planned on doing. And right when I was getting ready to uh, uh, record it, all of these students <laughs> poured into the auditorium. All these kids. And if, if you've ever been a speaker in any way, shape, or form, speaking in front of adults is one thing. Speaking in front of kids is a whole different story. They are a, they're a really difficult audience. Let's just say that, right? And so all these kids come forward into the room. And I have, I have not rehearsed this thing. I literally just wrote it that morning. And now here I am. I'm going to do it in front of all of these kids that are high school age, right? And so we went in. The kids walked in. And we delivered the message. And... What was crazy is that we had this afternoon with, with, with all these dirty kids as I started to speak. They started to really lean in and they were listening. They were they were paying attention like it was hitting, right? What I what I was saying in those words was really hitting. And after I got done, which I was super nervous, after I got done, I had multiple of the kids come up to me. And still today, whenever I go into Paris, Kentucky, I'll see these high school kids that talk about that particular poem and the impact that it made in their lives. So we delivered it there in front of those children. And then later, hundreds of Thousands of people went on to hear that particular poem through our different feeds and YouTube and as we distributed it out across all of the different 
channels, hundreds of thousands of people went on to be able to experience it. Now today, I got up, right? Today I got up like I normally do. And I had my glass of water like I do. And I went around and checked on the babies. And I wrote down my gratitude and goals and all of those things like I do every single day. And I grabbed my morning five planner. And at the very top of the planner, there was a quote that was submitted by Gypsy Wonder. At Gypsy Wonder. <laughs> and the quote said this. It said, when you are determined and know where you are going, waking up hits different. And so I thought about that this morning. I thought about what if, what if, what if, what if no show, right? What if, what if no rising grind, if I never would have went live that first day, January 6th of 2018 like what if what if no show what if what if no morning five no morning five ebook no morning five routine no no morning five like what if what what if we i like i never created the space to be able to receive a download or what if i never created enough space where i would even have the desire to deliver on a download like what if you and I, both of us, what if we just kind of like sat down, didn't share our voice, didn't share our creativity, and just kind of let things happen to us, right? Didn't create any space to allow ourselves to really shine, right? Like what if we just, you and I, what if we spent our entire life letting things happen to us and not through us. Like I started to think about that this morning. Like what would the world look like if that was the case? And my guess is, I'm just guessing, tell me if I'm wrong, but my guess is the world would probably be a desolate one. There would probably be a lot of people that are polarized into their own camps. A lot of division would be, I guess. There would probably be a whole lot of anxiety with people like having no clue of what's next, no confidence in the destination of their lives. My guess is people would be very reactive and unprepared. They would most likely be filled with shame and with doubt. They would probably live their lives compromising their beliefs and really never breaking through. My guess is they'd probably end up falling short of their potential. Like, I imagine if we all just kind of sat down and let life happen to us versus through us, my guess is we would live in a world that looks a lot like the one today. A world where people are divided and not united, where people are fearful and not faithful. A world where people feel burdened 
and feel heavy. The great Martin Luther King said this once. He said, I came to the conclusion that there is an existential moment in your life when you must decide to speak for yourself. Nobody else can speak for you. You see, my friends, you are a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God gave you a voice, a creative spirit, the ability to make something out of nothing. And so I challenge you today to speak and to speak loudly. I challenge you to know and understand that we need you. I need you. You are an integral part of what makes humanity great. Let your light shine, my friends. Let your light shine. And with that, let's dance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Y'all know how we do it here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We got to get the body in motion, right? An object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. So let's get that body moving. I don't care what you're doing right now. If you're out there running, I need you to run a little bit harder. That's right. I need you to run a little bit harder. Lifting weights. Pick up the weights. Let's go. Let's go. Let me do a little bit more. If you were in bed, get up we got stuff to do today fair enough this is also the part of the show where i need you to hit that share button please if you're over there on youtube share it out if you're on linkedin share it out if you're over on facebook hit the share button and of course if you're on clubhouse hit the little recycle button in the bottom left hand corner of the screen you can share it out there as well or you can just ping some friends into the room either way all right this is also the part of the show where i want to say good morning to you and i want you to say good morning to me when you're watching the live and watching on replay say what's up and i'll say what's up back fair enough there now. Good morning, Gloria. How are you? How are you, Beverly? Yes, you are needed in this world. Yes, Ramon. Get up, get up, get up. Let's go. Beverly, great to see you. Valerie, I'll see you. Patty Friedenberg. Uh, That's right, Patty Friedenberg. Good morning, Patty Friedenberg. Good to see you this morning. What's up, Mary Lynn Wilkin? How are you today? I'm so glad to see you. Kim Fair, thanks for being here. I also see that Renee Moore is in the building. Miss Liza Myers Borkin is up in here. How you doing, Tony Moe? And Allison, I see Sean and Camille. I see Nathali is up in here this morning. Where's my uh, LinkedIn folks? I see some LinkedIn folks. I see Lynn Luckett. I see Janelle Griego. Stephanie Perry, good morning to you. What's up, Brian NC over on LinkedIn? Yes, I see you. How you doing, Tarika Simmons? I see Coach Jackie Underwood is in the building. Emily Galler is up in here. Don Safety, Jeff Baker, Alexander Gonzalez. What's up, Arisha Moore? I'm glad you're here this morning. 46 degrees in Florida. What is going on, girl? That's way cold for y'all. I see Sean Redding's up in here. Everybody's up in here on Hashtag Rising. Hey, thanks for joining me this morning. I've got a great, great, great show for you today. Greg Brenner is going to be joining us here in just a little bit. We've also got Ilana Lorraine. She's going to be bringing her beautiful boy to 
sometimes people are trying to really find balance but with balance you're kind of one thing is fighting against the other thing and I'll, I'll hold my hands up I used to always sort of have the same mindset and the same kind of language around that as well but I think um, uh, you know and I tell you uh, I attribute this to um, the 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 community within Breakfast with Champions, actually, because when you do segments there, you you actually um, get shares from people in the audience. And I remember one share was talking about trying to achieve harmony instead of balance, and that was one of uh, something that I, I sort of took away and actually agreed with when I thought about it, because you know if you're tr trying to do as Lalita said, a, a, an either or, it, there's always going to be one thing sort of fighting against the other whereas if you try and achieve that harmony then everything's in flow everything's sort of going together it's not this or that but you know everything is actually um you know working in harmony with it, with, with the other thing um so I, I love what you shared there especially what you touched on with the uh, social media yeah social media is a big a big big part of it and uh, i don't know if you guys have seen the um the uh what is it social experiment or what, what what's the name of that that documentary on on netflix oh not netflix yeah 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 <laughs> i've seen it that's scary stuff yeah man it's, it's crazy because it's like all these people that worked for these social media companies that ended up you know they ended up leaving because they saw like oh my gosh we built a monster because the algorithm is designed to give you more of what you like right and the content creation that exists in social media is not regulated in any way, shape or form. So you, you know, on like television, when you watch something on TV, you see those things about your about pills or prescriptions or whatever. And then there's a, the whole commercial is like side effects or this, 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 and that. This is not approved by the FDA, da, 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 right? Like there's all these disclosures because there's regulations in television. There's no regulations on the internet. So anybody can post anything they want, anytime, at any given time, and there's, there's, there's propaganda machines that take advantage of that. And so if an algorithm is gonna give Lolita only what Lolita likes, thinks, and believes, and there's as much un, un, um, vest, uh, uh, what's the word Sarah likes to use? Um, what's the word you like to use, Sarah? Uh, like verified, but not verified. You use a word. Uh, like to, I don't know where you're going. I don't know where you're going, man. Come on, when 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 you when you look into somebody to make sure they got the receipts, influencer you, verification. That, but yeah, you call it something else. Vet, vetted, vetted, vetted. Right? The information is not vetted, but there's a machine that's just gonna shoot it out to Lolita. Right? It's gonna say this is what Lolita likes. Doesn't matter that this information's vetted or not. Doesn't matter if it's credible or not. We're just gonna give it, give her, give Lolita more of this. And, and so what ends up happening is we just we, we end up living our lives in these social media vacuums where we believe that our little feed is the truth of, of, of humanity. And the fact of the matter is every single one of us has our own world that exists in here, every single one. And, uh, and, and, and so it's caused a, it's causing a big problem, you know, it's causing a big problem. You know what's interesting, Glenn, is that I have a nine-year-old son and the way that he speaks to me in fact right is stuff that he got on the internet it's stuff that echo or alexa has heard him say or us discussing so we try to turn it on mute but here's the thing 
they think that it's fact, the reality of today. So the metaverse in their world is the reality. He talks to me from games that it is real. So we spend a lot of times talking about what is real that you can touch? What is reality? And how are you shaming, shaming? How are you shaping your thoughts? It's so interesting. And the conversations are so different now. The world is just a shift, right? Yes, 100%. I, it, my, my wife's sister is very much like mm-hmm. that. She speaks from fact, like fact, and she will not. It's hard to get her to listen to anything other than what she is told on the machine that she is now fully locked into. I think it's interesting, too, how we can understand if we're in the same space as someone and we care about that person and we understand that person and we both come away with a different interpretation. I think we can understand that. So like if Marvin and I have a disagreement, I respect Marvin, we can talk through it and be like, oh, even though we were in the exact same space experiencing the exact same thing, we saw it differently. But the irony is that if you have millions of people in the same place, somehow you don't understand how everyone can experience it differently. And I, you know, I can tell you one of the things that was really, um, struck me was in the latest um, violence in the Middle East in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, a lot of thought leaders who I really um, admire domestically shared news that um, I felt was very biased and not properly contextualized because there's a really interesting threat of anti-Semitism on the left and in this country. It was so startling for me that thought leaders who I was dogmatically like, this person is always right, this person is always right, this person is always right. Suddenly I was seeing them share news that was totally different from people who I respected in a different space on a different topic. And so it was like very eye-opening for me that it's like, well, this person can't be universally right to me if sometimes I think they're right and sometimes I think they're wrong. And it made me question every time that I was like, this person is always right, this person is always wrong. And um, yeah, it was super profound. The one other thing that I would add where we're talking about social media documentaries. There was one that came out on Netflix years ago called The American Meme. And I've went, met almost no one who's seen it. And it followed all of these influencers and it followed their rise to stardom and how profoundly miserable they are. Like the end, I have to warn you, is the most depressing ending of a documentary you'll ever see. They're all rich, lonely, miserable, and depressed. And (laughs) it's so powerful because we're in a society where everyone wants to be influencers. And like, how is it that everyone is miserable by social media? Not only the end user, but literally the creators. It tracks your trajectory of this bizarre stardom and how profoundly unhappy every single one of them is. And it's super powerful to kind of see that machine from the inside and the impacts that it had on people and their family lives and their relationships to be inside the machine. Mm, I think it it speaks to to a conversation we were having the other day, actually. I think it was David uh, Spizak that said, do you want to be an influencer or do you want to create impact? Or do you want to create influence or do you want to create impact? And I think that's something that we should all be considering because, you know, I think if you're creating impact, that's far more powerful than just, you know, being an influencer. Um, you know, and, and I think for me, those two things kind of mean very, very different things, even though they sound the same. Um, and to circle back to your point, um, uh, Glenn, absolutely, that algorithm is a dangerous thing. So it's a constant, um, you have to constantly check that and make sure that you are 
driving the narrative rather than allowing it to sort of be driven for you um because it will constantly kick back in and before you know it oh, yeah. you'll be getting that feed again from the algorithm you know no doubt man no doubt you are spot on when it comes to that and you know one way to one one way to beat that is to get in rooms with people that don't look like you don't walk like you don't talk like you don't think like you don't believe what you believe get in those rooms and have some real deal conversations and that's that that's one way that i try and i fail just like most of us because it's easy to click what we like it's easy to be attracted to what we like so i try to make sure uh to get in those rooms that people with people that are that are that are different than me i feel like it explains Glenn just calls me when he needs someone to disagree with him and challenge him on everything that he uh thinks and believes he'll just call me up we'll have we'll have a chat <laughs> this is very true this is very true we definitely you know, one more thing sorry one more thing i was just thinking about is because of the way that our, our our environment is shaped and our beliefs are being thrown inside of our heads for us, it's so important that we tap in with folks who are gonna challenge us, just like Sarah said. The other thing is to help our children remember the foundation that they stand upon so that as they go out and try to learn all of these different things that they know that they can come back to a rooted foundation, like staying in touch with those people who are gonna keep you grounded. It's so important. I just think for our children, it's so critical that we have open conversations with them, hear what they're thinking and really stay in tune with them because my son's mind, sometimes I'm blown away at the information that he knows, that he thinks is true, and then that he pushes back on me. So let's do it. We got to stay in touch. I'm with you 1000%. We got to do it. We got to stay in touch with the kiddos because they got a lot of things coming their way. And uh, we've seen the results. Uh, a lot of these kids are dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of issues in their late teens and early 20s uh, growing up in these in these areas. So on that note, we're going to continue to shift this over to some good news with my man, Ramon Ray. shoot hold on Ramon <laughs> hold right there um, it would help if I grabbed your camera that would help and um, it would help I just was so in the conversation I was like oh my gosh I was sitting here I'm like oh wait I gotta produce this show <laughs> I forgot I gotta help Candace produce the show I should say okay Ramon so give us some Glenn? good news. Absolutely. I'm remember, everybody, we are doing this as a startup. So Glenn Lundy is producer, director, host, cameraman, gripper, switcher, galley guy, galley girl, gaffer's tape person. He's like doing the whole thing. So welcome to Good News on Rising Ground with Glenn Lundy. I'm Ramon Ray. Good to be here today. We're going to talk about three amazing things. New podcast coming out, talking about a slight change of plans in this new podcast. What is self gas lighting interestingly enough and the best apple watch apps of 2022 we're going to touch on that as well our goal in these good news segments is really to do one of three things make you smarter make you laugh warm your heart and we try to do all three you can get to know me better at ramonray.com or ig at ramonray smart hustle so some good news of the day there's a new podcast out by a cognitive scientist and creator of a slight change of plans 
podcast, Maya Shanker. And I thought it was very interesting to share this because in this, Maya explains and she mixes the power of storytelling and science to really explain why we act in certain ways when things change. She has stars like Casey Musgraves, Tiffany Haddish, who's been quite a bit of times on the Breakfast with Champions platform in Clubhouse of how they dealt with changes. And yet she mixes scientists like Adam Grant and others to talk about tips for how to live happier lives. Seems like a good fit, Glennon team, for our Rise and Grind show as well. So I thought that was cool. Brand new podcast coming up. It got some awards on Apple Podcasts called Slight Change of Plans. Number two, what is self gaslighting. When you face a conflict, do you somehow convince yourself that you overreacted? Somebody hit your car, your house got flooded, your whole front lawn burned down, and you spilled Clorox on your pink shirt. No, that's the time to go, no, that's the time to react a bit. And then you can calm down and do and do, and do do a little better. But the point is self-gaslighting, where you invalidate and doubt your emotions and reality. This was put together by clinical therapist Britt Barkholtz and licensed clinical psychologist Caitlin Campbell. A few things they say about this. Try to become, of, become aware of self-gaslighting thoughts and identify them. Find resources to can help you and commit to validating your thoughts, listen to this, without judging. And lastly, some cool best Apple Watch apps of 2022. There's a whole list of them. I pulled out, I pulled out a few. NapBot, sleep tracking, uh, coloring watch. You can color your Apple Watch. There's a cool app called Pennies to keep track of, spreading, of spending and saving. Microsoft Translator, many people are doing that because they want to communicate and be more a part of the experiences and lives of others. And Night Sky, those of you who like the stars and things, a virtual representation of the night sky. These are all real good news that we get from around the world. If you want links to these, just DM me on IG, the word good news, and I'm happy to send you these links. Once again, I'm Ramon Ray, glad to be part of the Rise and Grind community. What's up, hosts? Ramon, you know what's funny? Um, you reminded me of that meme that was like only millennials would call skipping breakfast intermittent fasting when you came on with the self gaslighting. That it's like only like only this generation would name doubting yourself like self gaslighting. Like we have to have like a very like specific scientific term for everything. It's kind of funny. Thank you, thank you. I try, I try. That is funny. I'm absolutely looking. I'm loving all, all of these, um, just just so you know, keep them coming because I'm loving all of these apps as well because um, we all know that we need those apps to, to, to hack our time at times, do you know what I mean? To make sure that we can automate our life, I think sometimes, do you know what I mean? I do. Um, they're super, super helpful. Super and I must say, Marvin, somebody said to me once, it's amazing talking about millennials uh, and others like that, Sarah, you know, somebody said, if you look at my watch, they said, Ramon, why don't you have an Apple watch? Are you okay? And I'm like, I want my old school Swatch and Fossil big watch. See, you have Sarah, right? Exactly. I told you, I don't do the apps, Ramon. I, I, why do you think I skipped over that story? I told you that yesterday. I don't do all that. I don't do all that. Because you might be coloring. You can color your Apple Watch now. It's just unbelievable. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Take my procrastination to another level. I will level. also say, <laughs> when I have an Apple Watch, the fashion suffered. 
because I couldn't switch my watch out based on what I was wearing because I had to track my steps or whatever. So it just was not, it didn't work for me. Yeah, that is a pain when you can't match your watch to your clothes. It's kind of like, oh, the day's ruined, the day's over. What are we going to do? The world's coming to an end. It's, it's me self-gaslighting myself from home when I can't <laughs> match my watch to my outfit. I just... <laughs> well, that, oh, well, that is definitely a tough position to be in. But yes, this is this is how uh, we feel when we can't match our watch to our outfit, right? That's it right there. We're just, <laughs> no, I love it. It's a crazy world we live in. Ramon, we'll see you back here. In Thanks, love Thanks, Bye-bye. brother. Love you, my man. Hey, that was Ramon Ray. Make sure you connect with him. He is amazing. Speaking of somebody who's uh, amazing, Iana Lorraine. So uh, we were on Clubhouse, and uh, I heard this voice. And I was like, that is the voice of an angel. I need to know who that human is. And so she came in and she sang songs in our room uh, a, a couple times, uh, quite a few times, actually. And now I'm excited to bring her to you right here on hashtag Rise and Grind. So how are you doing this morning? Hey, how are you? Can you uh, hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's so nice to finally put a face to a name and a voice yes i agree with you a thousand percent and i am excited to share you uh with our audience here on hashtag rise and grind so are you ready to do, do some singing for us hello hello <laughs> she's been perfect this whole time uh pop out and back in there she goes oh my gosh it's been so good she even came on early she's been here an hour testing with us already today uh, but that's how it goes sometimes here on live television on hashtag rise and grind which by the way i've got like a tie on today and everything and uh I'm, I'm like Glenn. Actually, let's talk about your fashion for a moment, Glenn, because you know I teach you about sweater vests. <laughs> but I actually think that the I like the outfit today. I like the shirts. I like the color coordinating. You stepped it up a little bit. I see it. You were wearing that that gray pullover one too many times. So you you stepped your game up. I can see it. It looks good today. I noticed. Did you and Marvin coordinate? Marvin talk before the show. We did. We did. We, we, we coordinated. Look, we had to get in here together. I, I, Hold I on, Marvin. Hold on. Ilana, are you there? Oh my gosh, no. Her voice is so, so, so incredible. I know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why she's frozen up. But I do know that I have, um, oh, did I upload it? Don't we have a video? I believe I have a video, check this out.
how awesome was that video right there thank you so much that was um, so awesome do you know what's crazy i actually wrote that song 10 years ago i'm actually about to do a re a new version of the song but i sang that song during lockdown in hampstead heath in in a place in london i think i've told you the story before uh -huh. um and the song is all about hope and actually I, uh, just as lockdown kicked in, I was given a book called The Choice, which is a book written by a Holocaust survivor called Edith Egger. And um, it's so crazy because that book gave me this real kind of empowerment to go out and step out in front of the community to sing and realize that people need to have music that feels empowering in a time that, you know, everyone was feeling so kind of lonely and scared. And um, so it's kind of funny because see the video is all about me bringing people together. Mm -hmm. Well, 10 years later during lockdown, I sang in Hampstead Heath and actually um, it evolved into a festival, a COVID friendly outdoor space for community that kind of is almost like the video was a manifestation 10 years before. So that's kind of crazy. So I'm, I've decided to like re-release the song. It's actually available on Spotify, that version, but I'm re-releasing it as like a new kind of 2022 version. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I can't wait. Uh, I've got to tell you, I, I, I fell in love with your voice immediately the first time I heard it. And then the more I've gotten to know who you are as a human, I've fallen in love with you as well. You're all about bringing people together and you do so in such a magical way. Your voice is so unique. It's, it's, it's powerful. I love, love, love what you're doing for the world. I really, really thank do. you so much, Glenn. I do appreciate being here. I love what you are doing, and it, I think Clubhouse has been a massive game changer for everybody. Like this community that's being built. So. I'm super grateful to be part of your breakfast for champions. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I want everyone to go out, hop over onto Instagram and uh, look up Il Ilana, Ilana Lorraine. Look her up over there on Instagram. Her Instagram's awesome as well. Uh, make sure you connect with her, download her music, do all of those fun things. And then will you come back here in just a little bit and sing for us live? Would you be okay with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to sing you my forthcoming single, which is also going to be an NFT. So, yeah, I'll Ooh, be happy to. Nice. Yes. Well, we will talk more about that as well. I love the NFTs for creators like yourself. So thank, thank you so you. much for being here. And we're going to bring Ilana back here in just a little bit so you can catch her live. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we've also got Greg Brenner, who we're going to be bringing on here in just a second. Before we do, though, I thought it was important and the team thought it was important that we get to know uh, Sarah and Marvin and Lolita and Scott Simons even better. And so today we're going to get to know Mr. Marvin Reed a little bit better. Marvin, my man, what you got for us today, brother? How are you, Glenn? How are you, Glenn? Great to, to uh, um, have this opportunity to chime in. It's funny because thinking about... Um, what Lalita shared yesterday and also the fact that we've been um well we are shining uh, the light on Martin Luther King as well um it made me sort of I suppose answer this question a little bit differently if I was to say oh how do I describe myself um yeah people sort of know me as the strategy guy and and I know Glenn you 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 know me as the the tea and crumpets guy <laughs> from the UK 
But I think um, if I was to describe T, myself, I'd probably... COVID, 007, <laughs> you know, all the things. Exactly. But I think if I, if I had to describe myself, I'd probably have to go back to um, some of my earliest memories, really. Uh, and the people that really left their mark on me and sort of shaped me into, into the person I am today. And, and um, that makes me think of two individuals um, specifically, probably my, my mother and my grandmother. Um, when I think of the level of integrity I had and, and the hard work and the resilience, that really comes from um, my mom. She was a nurse. Um, you know, as a child, you kind of, I'm thinking back now. Um, now I have the self-awareness to actually think back and see her there in her um, nurse's uniform looking like a superhero. Do you know what I mean? But she was so hardworking. Um, and when she separated from her dad, I'd, she would do double double shifts as a nurse. So I spent a lot of time with my grandma. And um, now looking back at that, I probably had the best of both worlds because it re really was a combination of that grit and determination to succeed as well as you know the uh the wiseness you know i don't know i know you're a matrix fan glenn so so you when i say she was like the oracle you know you you know what i mean do you know what i mean when neo goes to see the oracle and and uh, there's so much power and so much uh uh knowledge there in the words that she said and she would drop these one-liners and um the one-liners were like song lyrics <laughs> and they'd stick with you and they'd mean something to you in the moment and then when you cast your mind back they'd mean something else and they were so so powerful um and so i would say i would say those are the two people that have really shaped who i am today um and unfortunately uh, uh my, my grandmother's no longer uh, with us um she passed away in 2012 but um one of the conversations that i found out after which was um, where my, it was actually at my wedding and it was a fantastic day, at boiling day, beautiful um, gardens. And my grandmother was sat there with uh, my wife's uh, grandmother. And they said, uh, you know, this, look at this, this is amazing. It, to imagine that, you know, this is what we came to this country for, for our grandchildren to get married in a place like this. We could have never dreamed it. And I think, you know, now when I think of, what I've achieved. I've done all of the corporate stuff. I've, you know, I've achieved a, a, a lot, but now I'm thinking uh, about my uh, vision and, and what I've achieved. And then also what's beyond the vision, which is, and I speak a lot about this because I think that people don't really think about that enough because going back to what you shared about influence or impact, when you actually think about achieving the vision, you know, you go through the milestones to get there but then when you think of what's beyond the vision for some people it's scary for other people it, it's it's um exciting and for me it really did um you know sort of uh i suppose put butterflies in my stomach to think about what's beyond the vision and um but i struggled with it and i know i've had conversations with you about this glenn um and uh i know you gave me a fantastic book to 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 sort of look at as well um and finally in the last few years i've found um the you know what is beyond the vision for me and that is really pouring into entrepreneurs and helping um business owners and really serving first and and getting energy from their success 
Um, and that's kind of like sort of shaped who I'm today. And and there's a Martin Luther King quote actually that that um, I, I actually I ended up sort of stumbling upon because I was trying to find what was beyond the vision. Uh, and the quote was, um, "You do not have to see the whole staircase; just take the first step." Do you know what I mean? So that and that was I, I actually that was quite an important important moment for me because. Um, I was thinking, I know I want more, but I don't know what that more is just yet. And being consistent and taking the first step meant that I, I that started to get clearer and clearer and clearer for me. Um, and then I obviously uh, met you guys sort of a, a, a year ago and, and stumbled in on, on the Breakfast with Champions community and realized that all of the people I'd connected with a year ago were actually here in this community, <laughs> which is absolutely crazy to think of. Um, but yeah, I think when I think of my journey, th those are the, the, the two things that I would really, really share. The two people that I really want to celebrate um, and, and, and lift up because, the, you know, my mother and, and grandmother, there was a lot of sacrifice there. And I know that they probably sacrificed their vision um, to allow us to achieve ours. Um, and and that, is, that isn't lost on me. And that now really fires me up to want to wanna, do even bigger things and and really sort of create that impact, not just the influence. Um, so yeah, that, that I think that's what I, what I'd share really. Marvin Reed, you are one of my favorite humans of all time, and I have to tell you that one of the reasons why I believe in Clubhouse so much and I love Clubhouse is that I don't know that I would have met you otherwise. Um, but literally, I'm fortunate enough that like we talk on the phone multiple times a week, which is crazy. Like Glenn always says, it talks on across the pond all the time. And, you know, I love what you shared. And I think that you um, are such a wise person. And so I love that you leaned into their wisdom because that's definitely one of the words that I would use to describe you. And the other thing that I would say, guys, this is one thing that's really funny about Marvin is that he always talks about how specific he is about his circle and how he doesn't have anyone who's dramatic at all in his circle. And one of the things that I love about Marvin is that, honestly, the journey to build Breakfast of the Champions has been a little bit dramatic. And anytime that I've needed help, I've been able to call Marvin and he always picks up and is right there. And he's just, just that calm voice of wisdom. Um, so just super grateful for you and that everyone else gets to know you a little bit better. Amen. No, it's fantastic. I appreciate you. And it's great to connect with, with all of you here, actually. Um, it's been a fantastic experience. But again, it just feels like the beginning of, of, of an incredible ride. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying the journey. I love it, Marvin. And it's good to know if, uh, if we pick up any drama around here over in Lexington, Kentucky, I'll, uh, we'll just we'll just send it your way. Just shoot it all on over the pond. Oh no 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 no! no, no, no. You <laughs> Sarah, Sarah just said you're a great spot for that. Oh no no no! Exactly. Times when I've called him up and he just you know just gets on 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 the roller coaster ride of whatever's going on and and helps us out and I'm super grateful to him for that. Glenn, I'm I'm, I'm tapping. I'm, he does play Narnia theme music so whenever it happens. Ooh, exactly. That might I love that. <laughs> I'm tapping into your strategy, Glenn, of, of using those one word replies. Yeah. You know I mean? That's my new thing. No. That's what no. I'm yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna like do for twenty twenty two. 
New you in 2022. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, that was my man, Marvin. Glad you got to know him a little bit better. We're all getting to know him a little bit better. And that's one of the cool things uh, here on Rise of Grind and Breakfast with Champions. Uh, another guy that I want you to get to know a little bit is my man, Greg Brenner. And Greg is with us uh, today. This is the HR dad, the assistant vice president of human resources at the University of Miami. He is also a Marshall Goldsmith certified coach, a servant leader, a podcaster, and he's been recognized as one of the 2021 top 50 most impactful people of LinkedIn by Ahmad Ayman. And we are super excited to have him here with us right here on hashtag Rise and Grind. Greg Brenner in the spotlight. That is powerful, powerful, valuable stuff. What are you doing, Greg? How are you doing this morning, my man? I'm doing wonderful, Glenn. How are you? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hello, everybody. How, how <laughs> yeah. are you all doing? We're good, man, and I am so glad you're here. I'm assuming you're coming in from Miami this morning? I am live in Miami. Yep, it's uh, it's a cold winter day. It got down to the 70s yesterday. We had to break out the long sleeve. I got the long sleeves on today, and so it's chilly. We're ready to go. Uh, everything's everything's good. Everything's That's good, what man. I heard. That's what I heard. Now you guys are like, I think somebody messaged this morning on um, when we started the show that it was like 47 degrees this morning. Or something. Yeah, that, that's like, uh, you know, people are bringing out the 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 corduroy pants from the 70s, you know, and they're just uh, they're trying to figure out how to stay warm down here because we we don't we're not prepared for this, uh, you know. The, and, and obviously that 40s happen like at 3 a.m. in the morning, so only uh -huh. you were up at that time, Glenn. So uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's good. We're 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 adjusting well. Actually, I love the I love the change. Uh, it's we usually have two seasons here. It's either uh, sunny or 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 humid. That's it. Right, so right. Our two seasons. So. Well, How are you? well, let's hope the um, let's hope the Atlantic Ocean. It's the Atlantic Ocean over there, right? Let's just hope yeah, that doesn't yeah. freeze. Yeah. Okay, we don't want yeah. that to freeze over <laughs> yeah. in those uh, in no, those low sixties or anything. You know, we're good. Doing. It would, it would be detrimental to the economy down there in Florida if you froze yeah. that ocean up down there, man. So talk to me a little bit, man. The HR dad. What are we, what are we, what are we talking about here? HR, human resources, is, yeah. is typically, um, you know, it's interesting. When I first think from a corporate standpoint, when I first think human resources, I think like discipline, trouble, uh, you know, not fun, nothing, nothing fun. And I definitely yeah. don't think relationship. I think more like principal's office than I do uh -huh. dad or parent. So talk to me about this HR dad. What's that all about? Yeah. So I, uh, I, you know, I started writing a little while ago on LinkedIn shortly after my, both my parents passed away about five years ago and I, I needed a kind of an outlet and I was always a pretty pretty good writer, but a terrible technical writer. So I hired a, a writing coach and uh, Martha Finney, you know, we're talking about all the things that I like to write about. And I, and I tend to write like I speak really from the heart. And uh, and she said, uh, you know, all you talk about is leadership and this human resource thing and building a right, the great environment. But you always talk about your, your kids, your family and, uh, um, and and just helping people be their best at, at work. She goes, she goes, you know what you are? You're you're like you're not the regular HR guy. You're just you're the HR dad. And so 
that became it kind of stuck she says can you live with that and i started writing underneath that that title and uh and it stuck for some reason so i i'm a dad of two um teenagers uh uh, I can't. I can't say I'm a. I'm a dad of as many kids as you are, but I've got two. And uh, well, and, you're not the you only know, one who can't say that, Greg. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so we have. Uh, you know, we're we're kind of. Uh, I write a. You know, some articles around. I call it smack dab in the middle of life, and uh, and that's where we all are. You know, we're all just in this in this journey and uh, in different places, different spaces, and and in human resources we've forgotten that human element of people mm. and uh humans in our name and we, we we get caught up things that you spoke about oh it's the policy it's this it's that and it's you know call hr you know and there's a place for that there's people that do some not smart things in the workplace and, and hr needs to be there but it really is about cultivating an environment that is meaningful uh that people can do their best and they want to be within the workplace and so that's what we try to do at the same time knowing that uh we're all people we all have families well you know we're not widgets in the workplace you know we're we're people we're mothers we're fathers we're partners we're we're, we're sons and daughters we're we're parents and so we we have to remember that in the business side and and, and, and i think businesses right now are getting a wake-up call because i think they've forgotten that over a period mm. of time and now that the tide has changed from a buyer's market from from that from that seller's market to a buyer's market mm -hmm. you know uh you know people are realizing real quick we got to do something differently yeah like we got to put the humanity back in human resources yeah. right yeah 100 percent. man i love that and i love that you're leading the charge on that down there at the university of miami and so with your particular insight when I, what i love about doing interviews what i love about meeting great people from all over the world is everybody's got their view of 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 what's going on and i like to see behind the lens of, of of what's going on so being in your environment and dealing with a lot of our young adults right i'm assuming the majority of our college students at the university of miami could be considered young adults i'm sure there's some older folks yeah. there too yeah. Um, yeah, sure. um but but uh dealing with or not dealing with but working with our young adults what would you say uh, this, you know, as far as like the pandemic and all the stuff, you know, over the last couple years, how are our young adults dealing uh, with these particular situations these days? Well, I think it's impacted them that and we won't know that impact for years to come. You know, I think uh, I was just talking with my daughter. Uh, we had a volleyball tournament this weekend and we we're driving and, and she was talking about the pandemic and she's a she's a sophomore in high school, going to be a rising junior. And she goes, she was, had another one of her teammates in the car. She goes, you know, we've been in this pandemic since eighth grade, and I'm going to be a junior next year, and we're still in the pandemic. And so that gives you a sense of how long this has been impacting their lives. Mm. I, have a, I have a son who's a freshman in college as well. And so what I found is that this group is resilient, but they've missed out on some informative time in their life in connection in this this place and this vulnerability that they have of growing up and, and experiencing different things. And so there's been a, a wider range of really good things that's happened during this time. And I think the resiliency shows up and there's other things where they have, they've really retracted and, and missed out on connection, just like us, us older, you know, adults in the room. Uh, we've missed that connection. I mean, look, Clubhouse was born on, on this, this theory of we needed to come together in this connection. And so mm -hmm. I think for these students, it's, it's, 
they're resilient, they find ways, but also they've adapted their their minds to to deal with sometimes remoteness, to deal with uh, being alone, uh, to deal with di different things. And it's bringing a host of things from um, you know, people creating some really great ideas on things to other to, to diving into a deep depression. Mm. Uh, and so I think it runs this this valley. And so I think it's fine, you know, helping these young people find their way through troubled times. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of what life is about anyway. But for these kids, it's it's been uh, an incredible journey and something that, you know, you can't really speak from experience. I, I can't mentor, you know, kids through times that were that were or like this because mm. I never experienced it. So yeah. I'm, I'm making stuff up if I'm saying, oh, you got to handle it this way. Hell, I'm trying to deal with it myself. You right. know, so how right. can I help? How can I help the kid go through that? So I think we're all on the same journey. We're at different spaces. Uh, we have a little bit more experience in dealing with life, so that helps a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I think this generation is is not going to be defined by the pandemic, but they are going to be impacted. And I can't wait to see the good that comes out of it because I think there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of it. And I think this world needs some good uh, right about now because there's such a – I was talking about this with a friend of mine uh, just the other day, and, and there's such fear out there. You know, just fear of I'm going to – I need to do this. i got to get this. i got to – if I don't have the vaccine, if I don't have the mask, and, and not going political, you know, but there's this fear out there. And that we can't operate in that fear. You know, our brains aren't meant to operate in fear all day, every day. So dealing with that as young people, I think is a, is a key component as well as for us adults. Hey, Greg, I wanted to pop in and hit you with a question. Thank you so much, HR Day. You just gave so much perspective. So I was talking earlier about my nine-year-old son. How do you mentor the young adults that you are around to really pause? to give themselves permission to sit in that pause because the world seems to go so fast. I'm so encouraged to hear you talk about that. So what I do, you know, certainly with my kids and if I'm around some students, I'm not always around our students, but when I am, you know, somebody brought this up to me a, a little while ago and, and I, it stuck with me a little bit. And it really gets back to listening, even at nine years old, listening. And, and one of the questions that this person posed that you should think about and they asked they challenged me to think about when you're listening to your kids or listening to to a student or whatever you know do you want me to listen just to listen or do you want me to help solve this problem and when you think back at that and it's like okay that it was a simple little thing and you start thinking about it how many times do we either our kids bring something up or you're you're with some young people or student and immediately as parents or immediately as a as a mentor figure, we go into solving the problem. And sometimes even at that young age, they just want to, they just want to talk. They just want, they don't need the problem solved, you know? So for me, it's about asking questions. I think that's always been my go-to, you know, personally and, and my success factor. Uh, one of my, one of my success factors besides my, my family, cause they, they're, they're much more successful than me. Um, but they, you know, asking great questions is the way to go. You know, immediately you think about what am I going to respond, but respond with a question, and you'll be amazed uh, what comes out of their mouths. Because at that age, at nine years old, they're paying attention to everything. You know, 
I've got the teenagers, you think they're not paying attention to one damn thing I'm saying. They hear everything because they repeat it. I hear it mm -hmm. in other places. And so, you know, find the great question. Uh, and without a great question, a great answer has nowhere to go. So be, be like a coach with your, with your, with the young people out there and, and ask great questions. I would say those are the things. That was powerful. All right. No pressure on me to ask a great question now, but I did want to ask you, you know, Glenn kind of touched on at the beginning, this idea that we think of HR as the principal's office as stuffy. What would you recommend to um, I actually am curious on both sides of the equation, both to people in HR so that they can be more accessible so that people aren't afraid to lean on them as a resource. And then what would you, you know, suggest to people who maybe are having trouble bridging that gap, but need that advice in that environment? Yeah. So I think for the HR people first is, is be approachable, be available. Uh, don't lock yourself in your room or your zoom room. Uh, get out there when there's not a problem. Right. And, and many times people see, People see uh, the HR person when there's a problem, and and that's the wrong time. You know that may work if you're a paramedic, where you want to see somebody where, where you're having an issue or something like that. But make sure you go ahead and, and get out there and be amongst people and and build relationships with people. I think that's that's and build connection. I think that's very very important. And for the other side of it, uh, from the from the, and I've heard horror stories from HR, right? And I've heard horror stories from employees saying, I can't trust HR, I can't do this. Well, you know, each, you have to understand from your own organization how they run and, and what are the values within the organization. If you can't go to someone who's supposed to be there to uh, be a voice for people, and when you have a concern, then you, you might be in the wrong organization. And uh, because if, if they're not, if you're not valuable enough, to um, be able to go to somebody if you're having concern. And, and people come to HR for a, a array of reasons. Well, it might be my benefits are wrong or, or somebody pinched me in the wrong place where it's not acceptable. And if that stuff gets brushed under the table or, or it's just one-sided or they never talk to you about what's going on with you, you know, you have to decide, you know, I'm not saying quit on the spot uh, because people have, you have to do what's best for you, but there's, um, I would say build that that relationship with your HR people before you need them, um, but also, you know, know if you can trust them or not, and make sure that it's a it's a factual piece that you don't trust them. <laughs> make sure it's actually fact and not some folklore. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. A lot of times people say, "Oh, I can't go to HR." And did I have you ever talked to somebody in HR? No. Have you ever talked to somebody like me? No. So how would you know? Well, I don't know. People have had experiences, of, right? You know, so it becomes like a major losing. Greg, I also think that's powerful for all leaders in all positions, not just HR, this idea that build a relationship when things are good. Don't just leave your office when things are bad. I think that was super strong. Like if everyone watching today leaves with that, I think that was that was a moment. Yeah, because what happens is you get upset, you have this amygdala attack. I can't say that damn word, but it's uh, so you have this attack <laughs> in your mind and you're going nuts and you're going bonkers and you say, you know, I'm out of here. You know what? But that's only going to hurt you in the short term what I would do is, you know, immediately you start looking for something, you know, if it gets, if with the caveat, if it's a place where you are getting, you know, sick, <laughs> and if you, if the environment is so toxic, uh, and I've, I've heard, again, I've heard, sorry, unfortunately, there's, there's some really, um, people that do some things not, they don't run the right way. And there's others that, that are wonderful companies. And, you know, to the point of the stress level of people's hairs 
falling out. That was not my case. I just happened to be philosophy challenged. Uh, however, uh, it was that, you know, I did have some stress when I was in the restaurant business years ago, but I think that's a whole different story. But anyhow, but I've had people that have been in situations that, that their hair's falling out, out of stress. I, you know, if that's the case, you know, think about a plan of how to either fire that boss, you know, um, find a different path within the organization if it's a large organization, but don't, I guess my advice would be don't hang out so long that you've accepted poor behavior mm. for a long period of time. Yeah. You know, address the behavior where you can, mm. if it's, if it's safe to do so, I, I call it CLM. Uh, there's a career limiting move if you bring things up at times to the wrong person, right? In, in certain organizations, there's some sacred cows and things of that nature. So if you find, if you really feel that that's the case, you know, do what you need to do to move and, and get out of there. If you're, if you feel you can't change that environment yourself. Yeah, man. I love that, Greg. I love your heart for humans, adding humanity to human resources. You've got a podcast that we can all tune in and listen to, right? How do we connect on that? Yeah, well, I had this wonderful guest. I don't know if you've met him. His name is Glenn Lundy. He was one of my guests on the show. It's called the Everyday People <laughs> Podcast by the HR Dad. You can catch it on, on anywhere. And it's really about this human story about people, everyday people, because I think everybody brings something to the table. And sometimes we have to find ways to dust that off. But people have unbelievable stories. Your next door neighbor has unbelievable stories that you just don't know about. No doubt. And no uh, doubt. so I don't. Don't interview any of those uh, big time names. Well, I interviewed that was you were like the biggest name I interviewed, but uh, I don't interview like big time names. But uh, Stop it, uh, there's uh, there's some wonderful people out there. Well, you're a wonderful human. So glad to see you again here on hashtag Rise and Grind. We're gonna hang out over in Clubhouse here in about uh, 15, 20 minutes if you want to hang out, and we'll uh, hit maybe hit some more questions. Let the audience have the opportunity to do so as well. Uh, but thanks for being here with us, Greg. And we're gonna continue here on hashtag Rise and Grind. We're gonna bring Ilana back here in just a few minutes, and she'll be back singing live right here, uh, which we're super excited about. So stay tuned. This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. And we gotta tell you, we're super excited about the new Morning Five Planner. If you've been looking for community, you've been looking to connect with like-minded and like-hearted people, people that like to rise and write their gratitudes and their goals, people that are interested in evolving into the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, then the Morning Five Planner is for you. That's right, you can go to themorningfiveplanner.com and get you one today. know Ramon I'm thinking we might need to change that little intro it's so soft and calming it's like oh the good news with Ramon whereas you're more like the good news with Ramon so I'm gonna talk to my team about that I love that, Glenn. I look forward to hearing what the news is going to be like. But Glenn Lundy, thank you so much. And Glenn, as you may know, this is a special segment of good news. We're going to do the social good news from our audience, from our community, and share some things that they talked about today. And I must give props. I'm here filling in for Alexander Gonzalez, who often does this. This is not an easy segment to do, to curate the news, curate what people are saying and get it. But I'm going to do this in three stages in the next four and a half minutes, give or take. Glenn, your poem at the top of the start that was on 
fire. I've heard it one or two times before, and I encourage you to keep playing it every once in a while across platforms. It's always refreshing. Danielle said, powerful, powerful, powerful. Tosh Queen from England said, I'm loving this live. If he says, it's hitting me in the heart. And y'all got to check out Ify Thomas, another favorite person of Sarah McCord. She's my favorite. Oh, boy. Sonia Murray says, uh, <laughs> we need love and peace. Erase the hate, spread the fear. Definitely a mic drop there. Jacqueline Underwood said, really good. Valerie L. Oakley. I, I have an idea I want to share with Candace after this about how we can get some engagement, some like certain tokens I want to get. I'm just previewing what I'm going to share with Candace. I'm just saying. But Valerie gave several comments. So I want to prop her out and shout her out. Glenn is snazzy. Valerie says, I'm loving the planner and sharing it with 30 friends. 30 friends, Glenn Lumby. So definitely give some props to Valerie. And she says, definitely, I love the change in the way I face a new day since connecting with BWC. Who tunes into the content that will change your life at 2 a.m.? So Valerie, we see you and props to you. A few more things that I'll share here. And I'm going to turn to some host comments. Amy Kennedy says, oh, man, what if we just let things happen to us and not through us? Oh, man. She said it twice. So, Amy, thank you. We see you. Jean Stafford, my favorite girl. It can be an and and not an or. I think, Lolita, you touched on that. She was affirming that. Christina Howard, again, affirming that something doesn't have to be wrong in order for you to be right. So I will pause there and welcome to join the discussion with our host. What's up, y'all? Ramon. Ify Thomas is my favorite, but so are you. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> one thing, one thing, one thing we do in our house, Ramon, is, is is so I whisper to the kids that they're my favorite. But I, the way that I the way that I do it is I say you're my favorite Willow, you're my favorite Savannah, you're my favorite Joel, right? Because they are, they are my favorite Joel. So that it's on, 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 so it's honest and authentic. So Ramon, you're my favorite Ramon no oh hands God. down <laughs> I am tickled pink Ramon <laughs> no but that was some good news and I must say y'all this is not easy to do there's so many comments pouring in if there's time let me just give two more things to share Lynn Luckett she talks about the show itself I love the wealth of information of from multiple perspectives. She says more, but I'll pause there. Another thing that Curtis brings on, the transition to break things up. Love watching the growth of the show over the past year. And props to Greg Brenner. Uh, Greg, people loved your segment as well. Uh, that and, of course, our artists. So that's the social news. That's the social seg segment. People are loving it, loving it. And again, I'm filling in for Alexander. It's not easy to do. Back to the host. What do y'all think? Yeah, <laughs> Ramon. Go ahead, Lolita. Oh, I gotta jump in here. Ramon, it's the head nods for me. It's the facial expressions for me. It's the energy that Ramon brings to the stage. And it's the, the voiceovers that does it all for me. Ramon, you bring nothing but fire. You are such an integral part and you bring the smiles up. So let's give it to Ramon. Make sure y'all blow him up today because he is hashtag fire. Thanks, Ramon. I received that. Thank you, Alita. I received that. I received that. For me, it's the little witty, uh, the little witty jokes that he has that maybe they're funny, maybe they're not funny. I don't even know. I just know they're probably that his, not. I just know that his delivery of them is funny every time. I think it was Kate Volman this morning. She has a uh, podcast, right? Kate Volman's got a podcast, and it's um, uh, uh, motivate email list or something like that. 
Yeah, it's something really positive. And Ramon was like, she 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 has a uh, she has a podcast. I think it's something depression, but it's actually uh, oh oh yes, I'm glad that you cleared that up, Kate. It's actually uh, uh, positive, not depression. I'm just like Ramon, you are such a clown, dude. I love it. And I, I'll just add on to y'all the amount of time, effort, energy, and staff resources that Ramon pulls into bringing you the good news segments every day. I mean, we see the amount of preparation you put in, not only to your delivery, but also gathering all that information. And I mean, we just appreciate you so much. We couldn't do it without you. It's, you're just integral to what we do every day. Sarah McCord, good to be here. Always good to do that. And again, thank you. I receive those kind words all with the team, uplifting all of us and definitely Glenn Lundy. And again, keep the comments going, everybody. Keep the comments going. You know what? I'm just going to say something, Glenn and Sarah. I hope it's okay. I'm just going to say it. Here it goes. I do have the winner of the crumpets. And I'm going to work with Marvin to get crumpets. I didn't figure it out the winner of the crumpets. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to mail my personal box of Breakfast with Champions to the person I called out here. And Glenn, you better get me another one. I'm just going to put Glenn in the spot. I want another one. So I know who Miss J in your office. I'm going to hit her up. But I'm going to send this to one of our team members. Keep the comments coming. Ramona and Alexander are going to send you more of these. That's it. I just declared it. I love it, Ramon. Get on out of here, brother. Appreciate having you here. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ramon Ray. He is the man. Make sure you're following him all over the place. And speaking of people that are amazing, Iana Lorraine, Ilana. I always want to say Iana. Ilana Lorraine is here. Yes, she's here with us today, and she's going to be singing for us live her new single so ilana take it away thank you so much guys so this song is called reason why it is another one of the songs that i sang during lockdown and i will be releasing it as an nft um next month and releasing it so here we go <laughs> Yes. 
Glenn, I want to jump jump straight in if I can, man, because I'm loving the 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 UK representation we got now in the in the room. We, we've had so many um, artists, and I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I had all sorts of Amy Winehouse vibes coming from you just then. That was a beautiful, beautiful song. I would love for, um, for you to sort of share um, a little bit about because um, you come across. A, a, I'm feeling a vibe of kind of like. Uh, spiritual spirituality there and do you know what I mean and, and really sort of depth in your lyrics and I'd love for you to sort of speak into that a little bit yeah um so I grew up in a religious Jewish home my father being the minister and my grandfather being a rabbi so I had a lot community was like always a big thing for me um but I think my mission in life is to bring people together that's something and and to awaken kind of hearts like I love to help artists so I've been running a night for the last um, 11 years to empower to bring artists to the stage um, which I do every week and put 15 artists on stage but um, yeah do you know what I just feel like you know I've got this kind of Bob Marley message like I feel like we all need to just be connected and celebrate life and like Edith Egger the Holocaust survivor says 
in every moment we have the power in our minds to choose life we have the power in our minds to um you know to kind of to t to turn our perspective to be as optimistic or as full of life as possible and this is something that through my own anxiety if i'm honest during lockdown i felt really empowered when i stepped outside of myself to say do you know what like this isn't about me anymore like if we write songs we should share our songs if we make art we should share our art if you know it's not really time for us to either hold back from insecurity it's time for us to kind of share what we are given um so yeah this song's been sitting on my hard drive for seven years <laughs> So it is time I need I do need to release it now. Yes, you do indeed, indeed, indeed. And I love it. You have such an incredible voice. Thank you so much for being here with us here on hashtag rise and grind this morning. You've really made an impact around the globe. We got listeners in from all over the place and you really made an impact this morning. You're really, really special. Thank you so you. much. I I look forward um to come back and drop my NFT in February. So I yes. look forward to sharing absolutely we look forward to that as well thank you so much for being here with us today on rise thank and grind ladies and gentlemen that's the show it flew by again today uh but that's that's it that's what we got so you guys want to go hang out over on clubhouse and chat a little bit more we can chat with uh ilana we maybe chat with greg and of course get some feedback from the uh audience on what they thought of today's show how's that sound I love it. Let's do it. Sounds good. Great that show, like a good guys. idea. Let's go. Sure? Yeah, let's do it. Let's absolutely, do it. Yeah. absolutely. Did All we right, have cool. a choice? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will meet you guys over there then, ladies and gentlemen. That was today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. If you enjoyed it, make sure you hit that share button. Make sure you let us know, and feel free to come on over to clubhouse we'll be hanging out over there right now chit chatting about all the things uh that we got going on around in breakfast of champions and hashtag rise and grind so thank you so much for being here with us we'll be back again tomorrow morning 7 a.m we will be back for another episode of this incredible incredible show see ya Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.